What's up, everybody? Arena Possible. We're missing one of our three. Yes, sir. Devion is is MIA. We don't know where to, where he went, but you know what? We got German here to to fill in his seat. So yeah, all good. It's all good. German, how we feeling? Hey, NBA uh, off season is is underway. Pretty, uh, pretty lit so far. Honestly, I said they they KD and shook up free agency. So. Uh. <laughs> Joe, how you feeling? Um, can't complain, you know. Same thing, different day. Man, we good to go. Dev not gonna hop on. He's lying, but let's do it. All right, Devion says he will be joining us. We don't believe it, but it's all good. But let's get it started. You you teased it, Germ. Durant just decided he was gonna. You know, we, we had, like, all the little drama we thought last time we were recording on Monday. Like, oh, and then Kyrie just decides he's going to opt in. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, well, it's not going to be fun anymore. KD said, hold my beer. Here we go. <laughs> KD requests a trade. He says he wants to go to either the Suns or the Heat. Let's go Heat. Uh, but he has no no trade clause. He's got four years left on his deal, so he doesn't have a ton of leverage. It sounds like the Nets are willing to work with him because they think he has been – I guess a good teammate for them over the past three years. I don't know that at some point they're probably going to just have to be like, Hey, sorry, bud, but <laughs> this was, this was a way better offer, but who knows? I want to get you guys' initial reactions though, to when KD requested a trade, name the Suns, name the heat. How do you guys think this all shakes out? Jeremy, I'll let you kick it off. Well, um, hmm. Honestly, though, I was surprised when I got the notification. I was like, he really, he really, like, requested the trade. Like, okay, well, let's go. But then I seen the Suns in the heat. Um, Like you said, we talked about it earlier. Like, it's it's just hard to see, you know, hard for that to work because the people that he wants to play with can't be traded. And honestly, I don't see Brooklyn just – this is the once-in-a-lifetime thing. Like, you got KD, all right, so act for a trade. You, they, you just can't give him up for nothing. They say that about every superstar, though, obviously. But when it's KD, like, bro, then you just can't give him up for nothing. Like, you got to get something back for him. Um, but I was re- – initially, you know, I was shocked, especially going through all that Kyrie bullshit. And then, like, KD – we didn't really hear from KD, you know what I'm saying, before Kyrie opted in. Um, it was reports saying that KD – was whether he hadn't contacted the front office or anything, or then it was like once Kyrie opted in, K said it was some report saying like he was gonna be loyal, loyal and he's good to go. And next thing you know, bam, trade. I'm like, wow. So I was shocked though, because normally when he's left, he's been free agency. He's never got traded. Um left OKC free agency, left Gone State free agency. So uh, it was a shocker to me. So I'm I'm eager to see where he goes. It might not even be the Suns or the Heat, obviously, um, because they don't really have to trade him to neither one. And like you were saying, um, with him, how he's been a good teammate, he has. Like he hasn't when he's when he's able to play, he's played. But I was looking at some podcast the other day, and they kind of mentioned something saying they're like the organization kind of has bent it to their needs. Like him and Kyrie, like they've kind of done everything they asked him to do. And you know what I'm saying? Just and for KD to be like. Well, now I want out. 
Like, damn, bro, like we didn't did everything. We didn't, I'm saying we we signed you and let you sit the first year. You know what I'm saying? You was there. Um, you come back, everything's good to go. I'm saying we went and got James Harden for you, went and got shit, DeAndre Jordan. They would they should be able to sign him in the first place, but he initially came there with Kyrie and KD, like so they was just saying like the people kind of looking at the organization like they the bad guys, but I ain't in this situation, I ain't necessarily gonna say that because I feel like they 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 have been to the knees. So, but um, like I say, where is he gonna go? I don't know. They say fifteen teams have literally called about him in the league. Um, so hey, we we see though. Let the games begin. <clears throat> Joe, what were your thoughts? Ah man, this. Be honest, I don't believe the fact that I don't believe that KD didn't talk to Kyrie. Like, I just don't believe that. Like, ain't no way he was sitting there all cool. They asked him about the Kyrie situation. He, he talking about, hey, I don't talk about people trying to get involved with people money. Kyrie decided to opt in, and then the next day, without talking to nobody, KD just like I'm out. I don't believe that. He been riding for K. He been riding for Kyrie all through the COVID situation. He went to Brooklyn. Cause, cause Kyrie his boy, but then now all of a sudden he just, I guess he fed up over a week of Kyrie playing money games and bluffing to get, trying to get paid. Like, come on, I don't believe. So this had to be something that was in the works. I don't, I, I really believe that. I really believe that they had this idea. Like, hey man, shit didn't work out. We don't like what's going on in Brooklyn. They not really doing what we want. We trying to run things here, but they fighting back with us. So let's just go our separate ways and try to get it and try to make it work. We still family. We still friends. This shit just not working here in Brooklyn. And I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to figure out a way to play together still, just somewhere else. But visible and unlikely. Yes, I actually I disagree with that last part, Joe. I think I think you were I thought you were leading right right into the point there. The moment Kyrie opts in, that was when KD says I'm done. I think KD loves Kyrie as a human. I think KD is a little tired of being Kyrie's teammate, and this is this is not like a new thing with Kyrie like now. Me. And like I'm a like you know outside of his vaccination bullshit that he was doing last year, like I'm a huge fan of Kyrie Irving playing basketball. Love watching him play, but. If I'm if I mean look at it from Kevin Durant's perspective, right? Last year, if Kyrie Irving just gets the vaccine, which is like the most widely tested vaccine in human history at this point, James Harden probably never leaves, and that yeah. whole team coexists. And now I don't still think I still don't think it would have worked with all three of them. Like I don't like I didn't like the basketball fit, but at least they would have gone down their way. I think Kevin Durant. And then you have this offseason, right? Kyrie is now playing games like, oh, I don't know. I might not opt in. Here's six teams I want you to trade me to if you know if we can't come to a long-term deal. Like, and then last thing, all right, fine, fuck it. I'll sign in for one year, and then we'll see what happens. I, I could see if, if you're Kevin Durant, like how that's just like, I'm just done with this situation. Like this, like we tried it. Still love you, Kyrie, but we don't need to be Talk teammates to anymore. You know, like Let's that's – I mean – you know, we all we all play yeah. sports a different degree. You know, like one of my best friends, Marco, love him to death. Hate playing basketball with him. Don't want to be on his team. <laughs> he can't fucking stand it. He's taking every shot. I like to shoot a lot. He likes to shoot a lot. Doesn't work, right? And you know, like maybe like just those two as teammates is just not gonna be the thing in the future. 
Um, let's talk about some of the other things that complicate the situation. So because of the James Harden for Ben Simmons trade, Ben Simmons is currently on a rookie max extension. You are only allowed to trade for one player on a rookie max extension. So a lot of these players that the Nets are going to want for Kevin Durant, unless they also move Ben Simmons, they they can't do it. So the the issue there becomes like oh he cut out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting. I thought it was me for a second. I thought he was gonna glitch back in. Yeah, he uh, yeah. he froze. Yeah, up. it looks like it was him. Bro, oh, my time was froze too for a second. Uh, my time been moving. Yeah, it just start moving again. Dang, I don't know. I think last time. He'll be back. Yup, he's gone. <laughs> we'll be able to run it back again. We'll just leave. I don't remember what point he was making. Oh. There we go. All right. Go. I dropped out. I don't know what yeah. happened. That was cool. Uh, you were talking about the max extension oh, keys, but... extensions? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just the point being, like, for the Heat, they can't get BAM. For the Suns, it sounds like Aiton is holding out for a max so DeAndre Ayton would presumably not be involved. Um, Zion. <laughs> he just signed a man. Again? Trey Young is on a, a rookie max extension right now. There's hell people on it. Devin Booker. Who else? Yeah, a lot There's of people. people. Michael Porter Jr. for the Nuggets. Like, they can't get the... They want somebody that, yeah, they're not going to get some talent or potential back. Shea Gilders out. Like, they can't get nobody. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, he might be stuck, we kept though. going. I don't, <clears throat> yeah, we kept we kept going. I listed a lot of those guys that you couldn't get. Yeah. Yeah, he, like he, he might be man, stuck, though, crazy. for real, for real. It's, I don't know. I just, I, it's. If I'm Brooklyn, I ain't gonna lie. Like he's KD, but I'm playing hardball a little bit because I don't. Man, I, I mean, I don't know. Let's say they're in total rebuild, but I think with the roster, I ain't gonna say they in total rebuild. They can get somebody back. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, tough. at some point, you gotta just take your best offer. I think, like, yeah, if you're yeah, trying to build around Ben Simmons. Like you're gonna want, you're just gonna want some shooters and some other capable defenders. I think is kind of the way you would want to build your team. You want to build it similar to Milwaukee, how they build around Giannis. Yep. I think that's the the type of players you would want. Okay. I have um, a take for you. All right, but it would it would lead us into the the Durante Murray conversations. So you want me to save it, it, or you want me to go just, for it? Let's just, let's just, just keep go for going. it. All right, so I. Obviously, the Spurs are trying to re rebuild to get that guy from France, whatever the next Greek freak looking dude. The dude looked amazing on tape. But nonetheless, they traded Durante Murray, obviously, to the Hawks, which we're going to talk about later. But it's obvious Greg Popovich is a great coach. Do you really want a great coach to go through another tanking season like he did with Tim Duncan and go through all that process and tarnish his legacy? Why, if you're Sean Marks, 
and you were Brooklyn Nets and you're trying to salvage the situation because it's going to be so hard for you to get some pieces. There's no limit on what you can coach. You throw the book at, you throw everything you can at the Spurs and he can bring that culture and maybe that can keep the guys all together. Or is that too ridiculous? That's interesting. It is. <laughs> I because damn, I didn't think it is. Uh, oh, I, I don't oh. know if I. I don't know that I see. Because what else would make them one day? Really? And you say Steve I, Nash? Think... Steve Nash do the uh, Magic Johnson and just walk away, resign. Do you? Do you really think like? Greg Popovich and Kyrie Irving is like a match made in heaven. Like, do you, I don't know if that's going to be a thing to like keep them. Like, maybe it would work for KD, and like that's good he enough. Dealt with them in the Olympics. But, the Olympics. Maybe. I mean, they res- they respect Pop though. Like Pop is. Pop is oh like yeah, one of, of course. Everyone's going to respect him. Yeah, Pop. Yeah, like, I've, I've noticed like LeBron. Everybody fuck with Pop, bro. Like they 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 get knowledge and they they still get advice like basketball wise from pop and they can so i mean if any coach can do it maybe it's him but that's still kind of far-fetched i mean i think it's a yeah i think it's far-fetched it probably won't happen i don't hate the idea yeah, it's gonna be a lot yeah like I, I i definitely don't hate the idea because like you're yeah. saying joe like hey. if you could at least if you can just salvage kevin durant and say all right fuck it Kyrie. Get out of here. We'll get something for you. But we got KD, Ben Simmons, some shooters. That's still a good team. Like, that's still a very viable team to contend in the East. I think if they just fill the roster out in a more sensible way than they have in the past, uh, it's not a bad mm-hmm. idea. But let's talk about Kyrie because there was some breaking news right before we hopped on here that a Kyrie Westbrook swap is being see. fairly heavily negotiated. So. Yeah. Jeremy, let me let's have you start this one. What do you what do you think of this? Like, is obviously I think we all would agree that this would be like the best possible case scenario for the Lakers this offseason. But what do you think of the other way? Like, what what Brooklyn would be getting out of this? Um, my initial thought is it's not going to work, only because I don't think Brooklyn wants Russ. Let alone, I know KD probably doesn't want to play with Russ. And on top of that, him and Ben Simmons, you know, same, almost the same, to me at least. Like, not exactly the same, but play styles are very similar. Um, I don't know. Like, for Lakers, it's it's great. For, for, For Brooklyn, it just comes down to... How badly do you want to get rid of Kyrie? Are you willing to take on Russ's uh, 47 mil? Um, I'm, I shit. Are you going to keep Russ? It's only one year, though. Like, it's only yeah, one year. Like, if, it, if it blows up in your face, you're going to say, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. So, going free I mean, if they want to get rid of Kyrie, I mean, that probably will be the best way and just take whatever the Lakers give you. I don't think the Lakers have – initially, I, don't, I didn't think the Lakers had enough to even give Brooklyn because – they truly don't, honestly. Um, they really don't. I don't think they have what Brooklyn's looking for. But Brooklyn just like fuck it, like give us a couple players, a couple first round draft picks, buy Kyrie. We we'll just deal with Russ for a year. Cool. And they, but I don't, I don't think that's what the front office want though. So uh, I think that I think that trade is just just as hard or at least close as hard to pull off as the KD one almost. At least with that team, with with the with the Lakers, like other teams. 
maybe it probably way easier. But with that team, I don't know. I just think the Lakers really going to get rid of Russ. So, yeah. Joe, what do you think? Being a, a current Laker fan for at least one more year. <laughs> we lose, Joe. No, uh, we, we, uh, we just can't hear him. Uh, come on. My shit. Oh, there we uh, go. We there we go. Him. I got you. I can't hear you. Hold on. There we go. My mic was muted for a second. And it kept. I can. Um, there we go. Unbelievable. All right, man. I think this is. <laughs> I think this is a conversation. Like when you sit and think about it, like yo, the Indiana Pacers, the bum ass, fighting every single year. Indiana wasn't gonna give Michael Brogdon up for Russell Westbrook in a first round pick. But you think you're gonna be able to trade Westbrook to the Brooklyn and get Kyrie? I just don't think. And way, way too much just to get Kyrie. He gone too. Like I don't think do that. I really don't. It don't make no sense. The draft picks you gonna get if you give Kyrie AD at the you're not getting the top ten pick. So what's the point of you can draft and taking a first round pick which you won't get 2025 anyway. So it just don't make no sense. Not realistic. Well, Only I think that's the key there though, though right, Joe? trade and Westbrook ended up at a different but no but your point of like it's going to be 2025 in 2025 LeBron and AD might or LeBron and Kyrie might not be there and it's just AD with whatever the Lakers can do with that roster I mean LeBron's only got one more year Kyrie's only got one more year on, on his contract so they might be like yeah Lakers in 2025 might fucking suck like the Pelicans used to suck with Anthony Davis so <laughs> like that's that might be the plan. Like, I think it's – what's interesting is, like, because this was talked about – this has been talked about for a while, like, when Kyrie was initially, like, wanting his sign-in trade. And at that point, to me, it did not make sense for Brooklyn because, you know, I I, I think Durant and, and Westbrook are probably, like, fine off the, off the court and everything. I don't think they, like, dislike each other personally. I don't think KD and Russ necessarily wanted to play together again. But now that the Nets know that KD is gone, why not try it for a year? You know, like Russ can run the half court. Ben Simmons can run Seven. fast breaks and, and transition. You know, like I don't – and then put a bunch of shooters around him. Like I don't think that's a terrible way to build a team. You know, I, that, like they're a little redundant as they're both players that get the majority of their points right around the rim off of, you know, dribble drive. But – I mean, at the end of the day, you fucked yourself. You played yourself by allowing this situation to fester and and blow up in your face. So, make the most of it. And this wouldn't be a terrible way to make the most of it. Now, the one thing that I see that's wild is there's some people talking about. Well, the 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 Lakers would prefer Seth Curry over Joe Harris in a trade that would send Kyrie. I'm like, all right, y'all getting greedy now. Just be happy. I mean, why not get... though? I mean, if I'm Lakers, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to. See... You're not you're not gonna be able to strong arm them when you're making them take Russell Westbrook's forty seven million dollar contract. You're not in the Lakers are not the one in the power of position. The Lakers just missed the fucking playoffs. The Lakers That's true. were That's fucking true. trash. They're not I'm in the, just... they're not in a position of power. Like you can ask, but yeah, you can ask. Yeah. The I only mean, the no. only way it makes sense to me is if because I think Kyrie's 
player option is only $37 million, so there's a $10 million difference there. Uh-huh. Maybe they need the salaries to match, and that's why they would the do that. That's the only thing I can think of. But, like, if you know KD's also leaving, you're going to be dumping salary anyway, so I don't get it. I don't know why they would give the Lakers anything else besides Kyrie Irving. Because Kyrie Irving undoes we in a big it. way the mistake they made they, they made last offseason. Well, yeah, I know the Lakers fucking won it, but it's not the Nets' job to do the the Lakers GM's job. Like it's not their jo- it's not their problem. I think, I, I think Rob Pelinka got to be good. Is Kurt, Curry or Joe Harris? One of them got to be in that package. One of them. I say. I mean, I, I you were, just, I you, were ju- you were just saying that you wouldn't do it if you were Brooklyn because you don't want Westbrook. Now you're saying that they should have That's to throw true, in. That's true. I'm saying. Kyrie I'm saying like, hey, shit. Hey, hey, look. If I, if I'm Brooklyn, I personally wouldn't do it if I was Brooklyn. I, I need more. Bro, or, don't hurt to ask. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It don't hurt to ask. Like if I'm Brooklyn, fuck that. We finna do this. We finna get a, a third team involved. Third, three team trade might work, but. Just straight up like that, nah. But if I'm shit, if I'm the Lakers, hell yeah, I need Joe or I need Curry in that package. Or I no. would not. I would not do anything that made the the Nets hang up the phone with me when I might be able to actually mm-hmm. get Kyrie Irving off of them. But all right, let's talk about the other big trade that happened, or one of the other big trades that happened. It's been a busy past couple of days. The Utah Jazz are potentially blowing it up. Rudy. Out of there. Trading I don't the understand. For a fucking haul. I need to talk to somebody from Minnesota to understand what's going on here. But I wrote the I wrote the notes down of what they all traded. So the Timberwolves traded four first-round picks. Pat Bev, Malik Beasley, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, who I really liked, and Leandro Palmero. Wait, they traded four first-round? Both. Four first round picks, three unprotected. Meaning, if wow. they fucking suck, it doesn't matter. They, they're not getting it. And then one is top five protected. I didn't even know. Then, that. this is the part that really blows my mind because this is honestly, I got worried as a Heat fan that still is hoping that they can pull off the trade for KD. I'm sitting there thinking, these geniuses, they're about to now flip Carl Anthony Towns for Kevin Durant. Then a report comes out today. That says they were engaged with Brooklyn, but would not part with Carl Anthony Towns for Kevin Durant. I'm just like Minnesota. This was, this was your chance. You had KG. You couldn't do it with him. Like, and now it, and and you won't part with Carl Anthony fucking Towns to get Kevin Durant to pair with Anthony Edwards. And, And I mean, I don't think that highly of Gobert, but still, like as another key defensive piece, I. So Jeremy so D'Angelo Russ go. Yeah, still had still had D Lo. Yeah, uh Cat would have been about it there. I ain't gonna lie. I Cat would have been about it there, but I mean hell first off, I didn't even know they gave up that much for Rudy. Rudy is not worth that shit. <laughs> Hall of Famer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bro. give up a second round pick for Rudy Gobert. Bro, four. <laughs> oh, Tyler, you gave up so four picks. Four picks. Well, four let's be players. Like, let's be real. It's actually five because they gave up Walker Kessler, who was a first round pick. Yeah, who they just took in the first round. Okay, last yeah. week, like, bro. That's yeah. Like, is, he, is he like? Is he? 
is he uh Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Ben Ben Simmons? Is he like them? Cause that's like one of them type of packages. Like I don't think Rudy's worth that shit. But hey, I would I would I would I, I hope to God they called Brooklyn first and said, "Would this Man. get Kevin Durant instead of sending it for fucking Rudy Gobert?" Like, oh my God. And I don't even think. I, I wouldn't. I don't even think Utah necessarily blowing it up. Kind of sort of because Joe's not there no more. Um, what's his name? They, just, they traded Royce O'Neal for uh, a first round pick um, from Brooklyn. So they still got they, they got Donovan. They got Conley. So yeah, they they kind of are kind of blowing it up. I guess now the Rudy's gone, but yeah, for for that, I mean, they got back some. They got back some quality players. I would definitely say that. They, they got a bunch. They got a bunch of really nice players to fill out a yeah, contending facts, roster. Facts, Unfortunately facts. for them, they no roster. longer have a co- contending roster. So, but um, they they no, yeah, but they never had it. I say Timberwolves fucked that up though, like because y'all got rid of all cause people. Like I seen a post like it was it just it put it posted they started lineup or whatever. It was like the Timberwolves are going to be what in the West? I'm like shit eight. Maybe seven, right? Yeah, what seed like, is this team or something? Yeah, like, bro, I don't know, like, probably in the getting, playing game again. Like, I don't know. Getting Rudy is not, I, I'm interested to see how him and Cat even gonna work. Like, honestly, well, think, yeah, did that's not, not, it, no it's, space. It's not like how, um, right? Yeah, it's not like how, um, how AD and Boogie when they play together, that's different. Like, you, you got two dudes who don't clock up the paint necessarily. They, one can be in the paint. Well, they can, and they, you know at saying? the time when that trade happened, those were two elite players. Like scoring, they should have stayed together. Like, that, I would have. Uh, that's when Boogie started getting and... all the the bad injuries, the Achilles, and like. Cause that was crazy. Like when them two got together, I was like, "Damn, that's low key." Like, but they didn't stay together. But I, I Rudy and and Cat, I'm yeah. I, I, I would love to see how it's gonna work. I'm I'm eager to see how that's gonna work. Joe, what'd you think? Bro, this ain't the 80s. That shit not going to work. You got them <laughs> big-ass dudes that can't do shit. I don't understand it. Like, Carl Anthony Towns ain't Rudy. that dude offensively every single night. Defensively, he ain't that dude. He saw Rudy Gobert in the playoffs. You know what? You're going to isolate him and take advantage of him. And then Cat going to be at perimeter because that's what he liked to do. So then you just gonna it's going to be the same thing all over again. You know, it really don't make sense. When you look at Last year with Memphis Grizzlies, they was a good team. They played Golden State. They was a little competitive. They saw, okay, we got some things here. They kept their squad together, added a couple pieces, made little small trades to get role players around Ja. Timberwolves say, ooh, we made the playoffs. We made a nice little run in the playoffs. Let's blow it all up. Add a piece that don't bring no offense to us. Gonna help us defensively, but we're gonna get rid of all that help us here it makes no sense whatsoever it just don't it's a dumb move it i mean man it's shocking first of all four first round picks for rudy gobert first of all first round picks for somebody who's not gonna give you more than 10 points a game don't make no damn sense to me in this nba makes no that's exactly why they're the t wolves and they're gonna continue to be the t wolves it is what it is and they what had, sucks they were, is I love watching Anthony Edwards. Like I love watching Anthony too, Edwards yes. play, and like I'm just like, God damn, man! Like, why can't y'all just be normal? Just be they, normal. They, 
they were a decent defensive team too. Like they had some solid defenders. It's like they looked at their team and said, "Let's take all the little things away that that turned us into a playoff team and and yeah, cash it all in for for something." And, and instead of cashing in for anything that was worth a damn, they went and got Rudy fucking Gobert. That shit. Oh. I'm trying, like, I'm trying to like understand when they get to the playoffs. Uh, how many minutes a game if, do they if. do they realistically think? I think they'll get there, but I, I like how many minutes a game do they realistically think yeah, that they can play Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert together in the playoffs? How like five? Twenty, maybe. Minutes? Yeah, twenty minutes would be way too much. Yeah. Like imagine if imagine if they had to play like Golden State. You damn near can't <laughs> play him either one at all. Like like Golden State would play them both off the court, and then you're wasting what forty percent of your salary on players that can't even play mm-hmm. in the most. Me- like you just watched Golden State win; they're not gonna mm-hmm. go away. So, like, and the, like imagine if they played Phoenix, and you got Chris Paul manipulating both of them. I ain't gonna lie, but if they play Phoenix though. At least they, I, if they were smart, they would be able to control the paint if they were smart. I mean, everyone ain't. always says that, but like, I feel like, I feel like size gets so overrated when it comes. Not until to you get on that island. Half of, half of rebounding is one two. Half, half of it is one two. If, yeah. if you put, you, they, you took That's away true. their best rebounder. Jared Vanderbilt was their best rebounder. He got offensive rebounds. He he was always active. And you, like Gobert will get rebounds. Like I'm not gonna say, like say that's like a net loss in, in rebounding. Point. Obviously, would yeah. But offensively, to make that work, you're gonna try and turn Carl Anthony Towns into the Cleveland version of Kevin Love. Just stand out on the <laughs> yep. perimeter. Like you're gonna you're taking away like his what should be his most consistent way of getting points is playing in the paint, getting to the foul line. You're gonna turn him just into like almost purely a three point shooter <clears throat> for Rudy fucking Gobert. I, I will luck. not. Good luck. Not, yeah, good luck. <laughs> good thank luck. you for ruining. Thank you for ruining a good like a fun team. To watch. So good fucking luck with that. Now let's talk about a trade that actually made me even more mad about more mad than that one because this directly impacts the East and I just so I, I, I don't this. know. I don't know what the Pacers are doing, but the Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon was traded to the Celtics for Daniel Tice, Aaron Neesmith. I need the list to remember the Malik Fitz, Nick Stauskas, who I at least remember from Michigan briefly, Jordan right? Morgan, who the and, fuck a, and a first is round pick. Juan Morgan. <laughs> I don't know. I. What are you they doing? Pretty much just, they pretty much just gave him away, but I mean, on the Celtics part, that's one hell of a pickup. Like, that's that just made them even better. Like, real shit. Like, I seen. I think I seen yeah, something saying that now they, they the favorites now to win the title this yeah, year. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know about that either. But at least the Brogdon, East. Brogdon, the East. They should I be. The they should be at yeah. least like co-favorites with Milwaukee to come out the East. East, yeah. Say that, but. I don't know. It's gonna have a pickup. That's that was that was good. Then they they got the uh, Gallinari too. They get they finna get Gallinari when he get yeah. Uh, once once he gets bought out, he's gonna. Fight. That's that's Gallinari can still hoop. So that I'll definitely take him. I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. The only so, thing I I don't mind the Gallinari pickup because he's such a liability defensively, and I think 
the thing that makes the Celtic like the Celtics, if you want to say like their superpower was their defense. Mm-hmm. He's so, gonna play twenty three minutes a game. Like he's gonna, no, he yeah, gonna right. be like he's gonna be clutching the play. I think playoffs, he gonna get enough minutes to hey, he'll be paid pressures. That's what he's gonna take. Yeah, yeah, because Gallinari more than he more than just a shooter, bro. He always been more than just a shooter. He can no, yeah, you got good mid range game. He can get to the lane, yeah. gets fouled more than you would think he would. Uh, yeah, but he yeah, got, Joe, what, got, what was your kind of initial thoughts on this one? Man, the Pacers make no sense. I don't understand what they're doing. Like the Celtics made it to the championship; they were in the finals, and everybody said the one thing they need is a true point guard who can set up the offense and control the tempo. Pacers gave him exactly that. I don't, I don't understand. So I just don't understand. So I'm now you're so talking about Brogdon, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Robert Williams. First of all, that's some defense right there, and that's some buckets. Like, the, le- the liability right there really is Marcus Smart offensively because Robert Williams is going to get rebounds. If he's in the right spot, he's not in foul trouble. You're gonna be able to throw hoops, hoops to him. He's gonna be dunking. It just if as long as Robert Williams can learn from this season and stay out of foul trouble, they they gonna be lethal next year. Cause now they got a point guard. It makes no sense for the Pacers whatsoever. Ever since they got Rick Carlisle there, it looks like they just if you don't agree with what Rick Carlisle likes and his culture, he's gonna get rid of you. And it don't matter what it costs. Cause this is a dumbass trade to me. It makes no sense whatsoever like i don't man yeah michael brought in a good ass player and i like you could have russell westbrook and taylor horton tucker who at least two people you know who can do a little something you know rick carlisle's not going for russ you already know that ain't happening yeah that's probably that's what that is you're right rick carlisle wants to rick carlisle wants his point guard to be acting as him on the court he does not want any point guard that's going to try and go off script even the slightest. That's why, you know, it works so well with him with Jason Kidd. You know, you look a lot of the people when he was in Dallas, he got rid of a lot. Like uh, Dennis Smith Jr. looked like he was having a good start to his career and then kept clashing with Rick Carlisle. Yeah, he, he is, he can be a control freak. This pissed me off so much. One, because Michael Brogdon is one of my like favorite role player type guys in the league. And like, I've, I've wanted the heat to be able to land him for a long time. Uh, look who it is. Hey. Yes, sir. <laughs> Dev, we we have we have talked. This boy just woke up from a nap. He just wiped his eyes. Right. This boy woke up from a nap. Nah, got cotton mouth and everything. That's why he drinking water. This boy was knocked out. I see. This I got girl. family over here. I got family over here. <laughs> you are here. So, Dev, we're we're talking about the Brogdon uh, the, the giveaway that the Pacers just did with with Boston. Uh. No one understands it. We're trying to make some sense of it, but I'm currently talking about how just annoyed I am because I've wanted him on the heat for like three years now. And he just went to like my least favorite, second least favorite team and the whole fucking NBA. So just, yeah, not, not real happy about it. And like Joe was saying, this was the player they needed. Like this was the exact type of player they needed a point guard that could not let shit get out of control, could handle the ball, not do dumb shit. He can. He spaces the floor well. Not knocks down threes. Like ninety percent free throw shooter. He's everything Boston needed. And the one thing that I thought was interesting though that they, that came out after this trade was they were saying they view him as a six man, not 
as a starter. Like they still want to play Horford and Williams together with Smart, Tatum, Brown. I don't know if that's just posturing and like that's just how they're gonna start the year because they don't want to take anybody starting or after a, a trip to the finals. I don't know. But that is what they said. But Dev, welcome. What are your thoughts Lord. on Malcolm Brogdon going to the to the Celtics for a piece of gum? But somebody paying somebody. <laughs> like I don't even saw like how they pass up like I do like other people's deals for that. That's what I'm saying. I was arguing like, with so many there I, I'm in this um, heat, yeah. this heat uh group chat on Twitter and I'm just sitting there like there. There's no way in hell that the Pacers shop this, and they're like, well, "Well, what do you mean? This is the best you get. No one values Brogdon." I'm like, "You're out of your fucking mind. No one values Brogdon." I was like, "You're telling me if Pat Riley knew that he could have got some fucking Malcolm Brogdon for like Duncan Robinson and a first round pick, he wouldn't have fucking done that in a heartbeat." Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, there's no way that they actually shopped that around. No way. Nah, that's why I'm like, man, Larry Bird. Somebody, you got. He's still some. there. Is Larry Bird still part? Of, I'm looking that up. I think he might be. Yeah. I think he. I think he, I thought he was. I'm gonna lie. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a book. If he is, and I need Dwayne Wade to send Donovan Mitchell right now. <clears throat> y'all getting him? I told you that's who y'all gonna get. That's who they're gonna end up getting. Hmm. Uh, Mitchell. So it sounds like yep. he stepped down as president, mm-hmm. but as a consultant look anything possible now bro Tony he stepped down and he got I told you I just think bro man I just think people friends call them friends man because like Boston gave away that trash ass package for Brogdon <laughs> boy that man that don't even make sense like Man, I just think everybody hates us. I ain't gonna lie. Dumb, man. If that's the case, uh, if that's the case, I need to see what, uh, Rudy, what the Pacers are talking about for Buddy Hill then. Shit. Let us get Buddy Hill. Fuck it. Steak dinner. <laughs> hey. Uh, honey, you know. Yeah, I got it. Hey, Buddy Hill got chocolate. Oh, and and, hey, and Miles, Miles Turner is probably available as well. That's where I'm hey, like. My, hey, hey so if the right team get Miles Turner. Probably. Bro, hey, Stick around pick. Shit. Can I get the job done here? Second round pick oh, for Miles Turner. Shit. They got it. They gave a first round pick. Like, what is that first round pick gonna do? A first round pick from the team that just went to the fucking finals. Yeah, what was that gonna do? Congratulations. Man. Congratulations Boy. on drafting the next guy from Europe that may or may not come over. Great job. Boy. Hey. Dumb. Uh, I told you I'm dreaming. After that, after that, I get to be a fan. <laughs> Until, uh, until something proves me wrong, we can get everybody. Right. Hold on. Devion, we do need your reaction, though. The whole Kevin Durant thing. We, I, I can't not have your reaction to the Kevin Durant request <laughs> trade. He's not going to yeah, LA. We gotta <laughs> hey, he, hey, look. Seth just got bribed and we can get KD and Kyrie. Hey, look. I knew that was, I, bro. Look, I've been saying it. They won't go get the job done in, I mean, in Brooklyn. They not. I guess he ain't like how um, they treated his boy Kyrie. 
They probably gonna get shipped out together if they can. All right, Devion, let me let me throw this at you because I threw because I threw this at Joe. Joe kind of seemed to think more like you, where they you know if they could work it out, they would go play with each other again. I don't think it's a coincidence that the next the day after that Kyrie opted in, KD said he wanted out. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think Durant's kind of done playing with Kyrie. I think he still loves Kyrie as a human being. I think he does not want to play basketball with him anymore because of the past year and everything that transpired, basically because of Kyrie actions, decision or non-decision. So I want to kick that to you. I gave the example earlier. Our boy Marco, love him to death. I hate playing basketball on DeMarco's team. I, I think it's the same. I, I think agree, it's the same Joe. type of situation. I think KD. I mean, he he still would have been there. Go ahead, Devin. Yeah, no, I feel. You. I, I don't know if he didn't. I think he just used it as a way to get out. I, I don't think none of them wanted to be. Harden was the first smart man to get out. Hey, oh, y'all owe my man an apology. Yeah, y'all uh, owe Harden an apology, bro. dog. For what? What the fuck? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, nah, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm glad they got the third Hey, Devion, I'm glad you I'm, I'm glad you joined us. Hold on. Hell no, I don't owe that boy an apology for the Oh my man an apology oh, because man, he boy, got about that. First of all, first of all, no, Brooklyn Nets fans owe me an apology. Because I said yeah. they never should have traded for his dumb ass in the first place. If they still had Jared good. Allen, Karis Levert, and all those players, they'd be in a lot better position than hey, trading look, for James Harden right now. Look, they'd be the much pop, more see, set up. But like I gotta tell you, the problem wasn't with them on the like they first year that they, they every time one came back, another one got hurt. Literally, they, they couldn't stay on the fucking court. Well, that organization trash. James, you give they, it they, James Harden got the fuck up out of there. People was like, oh, he he isn't. I'm like, okay. Now it's KD going to get the fuck up out of it. I said, bro, y'all owe my man a Obviously, he knew some shit was going on or something was going on within the I organization. I never blamed James Harden for wanting to get out of there. I never like, blamed him for it. He got a lot of blame for leaving Brooklyn, bro. I don't like, know why. I never blamed him for it because I would have been pissed at Kyrie myself. I've been like, bro. I love Kyrie. Like, I love Kyrie. James Harden had injured hamstring for two years. But he didn't get a chance to rehab it for real. He only had like two and a half months to rehab it. I mean, he was out of shape. I'm not not apologizing to the guy that just got bounced and averaged 13 points a game while his co-star was playing with a broken face and a torn ligament in his thumb. I'm talking about... I'm not not making... I'm not apologizing to that motherfucker. Before the the Philly... That's cool. I'm going to get my apology when... Hey, next season, I'm going to get my apology when he he bounced back and get... You know what I'm saying? But fuck all this. Like, in general, I said in general, like, Kyrie... Kyrie busted up the big three in Brooklyn, bro. Like, I think, like, personally, like, I fuck with Kyrie as a player... But no, bro, had, like like Joe said, or nah. even like, like Will said, had he played, if Kyrie didn't would have got vaccinated, would have played the whole season, even with KD going down for them couple weeks and shit, if Kyrie would have played, bro, I don't think Harden would have left. Like I, uh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that's the reason no, Harden left. I'm not. It, it's other shit to why he like, left. If it's just that injuries was, that like derailed their season, like I don't yeah, think anybody bro. wants out. But the moment that like Harden's out there, like damn, I'm trying to carry this team, and you're just sitting there chilling. Because of it, like a decision, like because it happened the first year. The first year they was together. Remember, Kyrie missed some game. Harden was it was a stretch where Harden played without Kyrie and without KD and held yep. them up himself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just uh, like, Kyrie has been Kyrie. It, 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 ain't nothing changed. They oh yeah, see that's a lot. 
that's that, what that's I, their I, fault. I will that's say organization that for Kevin, for Kevin Durant and yeah. Andrew Nets. Yes, you knew exactly what you were getting. Kyrie is going to be Kyrie. Yeah. If there's one thing yeah. that we all know, he is going to be authentically himself. Katie James Harden didn't ask for it though. James Harden yeah. got traded there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I say he get. Yeah, that's that's he what you say right there. He asked out of Houston. Oh, oh yeah, he, yeah, he was he was a bum for that. He, he you know he basically was admitting that he can't do it by himself, which is fine. Who who would have wanted but, to be in Houston anyway? Like he, yeah, that, at, bro, at that time, that, bro, that, that, that team that team was over with, bro. Like Clint was gone, Westbrook wanted out. I mean, Harden kept yeah. running off his fucking co-stars. He ran off Chris Paul, then he ran off Westbrook. Like then first off, Chris with, Paul already has a reputation. Of, Chris Paul got a reputation of being a bad teammate anyway. You gonna be honest? I ain't gonna care. Who? But Chris Paul. From who? Uh, people with the Clippers. People, Jeremy, bro, bro, Jeremy it don't even matter if he gonna be a bad team. He just can't get the job done. Harden seen that. We, we don't want to get on that ball. First of all, first of all, so, Chris Paul and James Harden, when it comes to getting the job done in the playoffs, they're one and the same. I, okay, that, that, they're gonna leave you disappointed but, either way. But Chris Paul putting them both the, together, maybe they like, maybe they're gonna like cancel each other out, and then they would start fucking yeah, actually. I'm just saying, like Harden shit, ran but, off. Harden didn't run off everybody, bro, because. Only person I say he won off maybe was Dwight, because Dwight, I mean, Dwight was, was hurt, and Dwight was hurt half the fucking season when he had like that's a that's the season where um Curry won his yeah. first MVP and Harden had the Houston Rockets in the second seed without Dwight Howard for at least fifty games. He literally missed half the fucking season playing with Trevor Reza, all them damn scores like twelve or fourteen points. No, and then, and he he had he was in the second seed and we lost. And we lost to the um we lost to Warriors in the Western Conference Finals that year. But yeah, I can say Dwight Howard might be the only one he actually kind of ran off, but he was trash. But, he was he was but, on his last yeah, leg. Chris, Chris Paul was hurt. Chris Paul was cool. They first year together, everybody said it wouldn't work. Him and Chris Paul was cool. Chris Paul get hurt in the fucking playoffs when you need him the most. We know the rest of the story. Who was Westbrook was cool. They traded Clint, which I think was the dumbest trade in fucking history. But you trade Clint. I still like made, that. I thought I thought they would have had a good no, shot if they if no, that because no, that no. was the bubble season, right? That, that was, was the like, only that yeah, that was the only big we when had. They, when they got the back to the trade bubble, the only big that we have though, bro. No, I like That's it. the only I, big. Hey. No, I like. But they weren't getting killed on boards or like they, nah, they were I, losing no, they the rebound that, battle, but it wasn't as it, bad as you would have thought playing a bunch yeah, of guys. It cost it cost us a no, they got hurt. They was tired because they got beat up all year long because they were they had, we had we lost to the not tired. Boy, they got three months off in the regular fucking season before the bubble. We, they we had tired. we played um we played the Lakers in the second round either in the bubble. We got lost in five because you know why the Lakers finally got smart. It was like, oh Mike D'Antoni, you want to put PJ Tucker on uh on AD one on one? Hey, that only was time the in Anthony Davis' ever. career, he decided to play um, the way he should have been playing. Yes, it was too smart. I, I, I would, I like, we lost in a, in five, but I was just like, how the fuck? We don't have a big. Like, we don't have a big. Oh, that trade was just dumb, bro. But all right, I mean, we're moving but, on. Yeah. We're moving on. Yeah. We talked about it last episode. It was probably going to happen. It did happen. The more we talked about it, the more I liked it for the Hawks. But Dejounte Murray is now a Hawk. Gallinari got bought out. Is going to go to the Celtics. We kind of already discussed that, so we don't need to talk about that bum, stupid fucking team anymore. Atlanta. Thanks. Jeremy, what do you think? We we all kind of kicked it around last time when we thought this might happen. But what do you think of this for, from the Hawks' perspective, getting DeJounte Mur- Um, I mean, yeah, they, they get a really good player. They definitely get a really good player. I kind of didn't understand it because they already have a point. So I guess Murray's going to be playing the two. 
But um, I mean, they get a good player though. Like it's, it's I didn't under, me personally, I didn't understand the trade. I'm like, well, yeah, because honestly, the Hawks really had. A, I mean, they got rid of Herder and Gallinari, but Hawks, they they lost her. Actually, I like. You know what I'm saying? They 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 got pretty good use. They got some vets. Um, I'm not really mad at another moves that they made. You know what I'm saying? But I thought I didn't expect them to get rid of some of the players that they did because you know. They actually were good, but uh, they got they got a good player though. I just I want to see it's kind of like how with the fucking Gobert and 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 Cat shit. I want to see how Murray and uh, Trey coexist in the backcourt. Um, All right, so I'll, yeah. I'll tee this one up then for the the rest I of the conversation. Like so yeah, I like that. Uh, they yeah they got rid of Herder as well. They're bringing in Mo Harkless, um, uh, Mo Harkless, Justin Holiday, and I think they got a first round pick for Herder. So my theory before this was they are looking at this because they, they are reacting to what happened in the playoffs. They saw Trey Young getting picked up full court, a lot of issues. He had a, he had a, he had a tough time in the playoffs. Right. So now, instead of having a six-foot guy, they have a six-eight guy that they can now default to that should be able to help beat a lot of those issues that other teams would probably look to expose with the Hawks moving forward. Your point with Herter and Gallinari, they were pretty redundant. I think what we basically have seen with this is that they have determined that Bogdanovich is the best of the three, going to move forward with Bogdanovich. So they're eliminating a bunch of the redundancy and getting more versatile players like Justin Holiday, who's a great defensive player. Moharko's a good defensive player, very versatile defensively. So I think that's kind of the strategy. What I want to ask you guys now, and Joe, I'm going to let you start. Where does this... Put the Hawks in the East. Does this put them towards the top, in the middle? Or are they still kind of in the playing in the playing range? Yeah, they between the middle and the playing game. They're right there. That six seven. Okay. That's exactly where they are. Don't. I mean, they're gonna be a nice team. They obviously, like you said, they're going for defense. They decided that Trey Young, Bogdanovich, and that's enough offense. They think that it was like, we don't need no offense. We need more to think because Trey Young is obviously a liability defensively. Now you add those guys in, you got more defense. You got a better bench defensively as well. You know you're going to get the points. You got a 6'8 point guard out there who can spell Trey Young when he's getting pulled up and he don't have to freaking shoot the ball and get beat up like he did against the Knicks going to the line 20 times a game, getting beat up throughout a series. At least you got somebody else who can take some of that pressure off of him, but – Besides that, it, it don't move the needle for me. Like Durante Murray, I'm about to see. Like, okay, you was you was flirting with a triple double every night with the Spurs, but now the Spurs, you knew you was playing with bums. That was you, you the dude, you the dude. But now you're playing with Trey Young, you're gonna get the ball a little bit less. Let's see what you can do. Like, it just don't really move the needle to me when I see who they're gonna have to go up against. Like the Celtics, the Heat. Bucks. I don't really. It don't really move the needle to me that much. Jeremy, what about you? About the same. I agree. They about between fifth and eighth, or fifth and playing. I'm gonna say. Okay. They do, uh, yeah. They. It's pretty much. Joe pretty much hit it right on the nail. Unless they just take off. And Another thing we should we should mention is John Collins is probably on his way out, and they will probably get something for John Collins, but we don't like know what John that Collins. is yet. Yeah, I think they shop him. They go get some good, some good pieces for him. Yeah, he just he just ain't 
he ain't end up being who I thought he'd be for them. He a dope player, but I just don't. I think they got their use out of him. So, but but yeah, I agree. I think they cool, man. I ain't gonna lie, that was a good trade. It's like a lesser version of like <laughs> Dame and CJ. It ain't obviously the same thing. Oh, but like, to ooh. me, it's a better version of Damon. You know, it's it, it just like really. You know okay. I can't say it's, it's better. Yeah, you gotta see it. Just, yeah, because that's why I said that's like I, gotta see. I see it. Cool, but I can't just say it because it's, it's them. But bro, Trey Young was getting killed. Now you got. Duante that's why I love it. I'm telling you, that's why I love it. That triple double go come in handy because it's gonna be who go. It's gonna be a bunch of one on one. He go. You can't stand in front of him. You know, so the Hawks already made it there without a player like him. Now they got a player like him. They easily should be in the playoffs. They get out of first round. They got somebody like him. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say so, easily just because of how yeah. good the East is. Yeah. Um, but it changed. I mean, a lot, just just so. think about it though. Think about it. The Celtics went to the finals. They got better. Big the up. Heat yeah. have mostly remained the same so far. Gotten a little worse right losing PJ to Philly, but. Obviously, if they get Kevin Durant, that's a whole game changer. Milwaukee is still Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee should be co-favorites yeah, cool. with Boston. Like they're they're still great. That's that's three right there. Then you got Philly. They're gonna most likely and so, unless something crazy yeah, happens, have Harden back. You know, Harden back with a full off season with Embiid. Like they're gonna. The very, I don't expect them to do anything in the playoffs, but they're gonna win regular season games. Top three like, in the regular sure. season. Probably top three regular season. So then, then you got the Bulls, who had a good season last year. See what yeah. they do to kind of fill in their roster a little bit. That's five. They got it. That's that's where that's why hey, I think there we go. Okay. <laughs> that's where I think Atlanta kind of. Conf- I think Atlanta's ceiling is probably with Ooh. Philly and Chicago, and that kind of what I would call the second yeah, tier tough. of the. Yeah, of they the, five through yeah. eight. No lie, they they five through eight, but in a playoff, I think they're solidly above really, the playing. Like I think they're yeah. solidly above teams like Charlotte or Washington, Fact. or I'm trying to even think. Don't of, say the don't. No, I'm not. Say the Knicks. Yet. I'm not. No, that that's a team that's not even going to be in the playing game. Uh, then then who else is there? Great. Seriously, and then one thing right. Who else is there? I give them the Oh, what about the Cavs? The Cavs, Cavs gonna be I think, I think they're better than the Cavs. Oh, yeah, Cavs yeah, they Cavs, they did re-sign right, right. Rubio. Good move for them. But I think I think this definitely puts the Hawks above the Cavs, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Nobody thought the Cavs would be the one seed last year, though. They, they dropped toward the end of the season, but Cavs, they I like them. They got hurt. That was injuries. Yeah, injuries. No, the Cavs might surprise me. I just think I think the Hawks underperformed a little bit last year. I think they were really better than but we saw they they yeah, beat the Cavs yeah, in the playing game. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't expect for the Hawks to be in the playing game last year. I thought they would be easy to make the playoffs. And, and here and here's and here's why I like the move so much because I I personally love defensive versatility. So along with the Herder trade, adding mm-hmm. in a guy like Mo Harkless, who's not going to be who's not going to be a big factor offensively, but he can he can probably he can guard about one through four, maybe yep. even one through five, you know, in a pinch depending on who the five is. So I like that. DeJounte Murray, one through three for sure. Probably one through four on most teams. That's two key pieces to have with a Trey Young, who we know even he could be three of 18. Game on the line. Trey Young's still probably going to wet that bitch. Like, like Trey Young has, yep. has earned that kind of reputation. Yep. They still got Capella. Trey Young-Capella connection, pick and roll has been – 
easy go-to for them when they need a Murray bucket. and Clint. Like, Murray and Clint's going to be going to be woo! nice as well. And I, I'm yeah. excited to see more Trey Young off the ball. I think that's going to be exciting. So I think the Hawks have a pretty high Ooh, ceiling. Nice I think stuff. they're they're going to – by the end of the year, I think we'll be talking about them as a team that could be like a dark horse to compete in the East in the playoffs. The, the Spurs, I don't expect them to beat anybody, but yeah, uh, to beat the top teams. But I think they're going to be similar to how we were talking about the Bulls this year. Yeah, the Spurs developed him. That's the sauciest player that he has probably in our whole lifetime. They developed him into the player we needed him to be. Mm. Now he can <laughs> showcase offense. Like, I'm just being real. Like, he he the like players like like him don't play for the Spurs. You know what I'm saying? But they developed him. He did well. He gonna go in there. You gonna really man? He, man, it's about to be. All types of offense, lobs, dimes, 2020. <laughs> um, man, it's about to be crazy for them, man. And I don't think they done either. Watch, I'm telling you. And they're going to shop. I think they're going to shop John Collins. And well, then I think they are. John Collins. Man, be cool. Watch. John Collins is just, they're going to wait until like the KD, the Kyries, like those guys move and see who kind of misses out on some of those players. Because I guarantee you, if the Heat strike out on uh, Kyrie, KD, and Donovan Mitchell, they, they're going to want John Collins. They're, like, they're going to yeah. want to upgrade yep. their four, especially with P.J. Tucker leaving. They, they, could, get to, they could get another nice little piece uh, from the Heat in that trade, I think. Yeah, uh, depending on what you like. Talking about the heat all just even like a Duncan Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> just said, they've been linked. But let's talk about the Heat some more. <laughs> One of the big surprises, something that was linked to your guys' Lakers. Mm-hmm. Everyone was telling me on Twitter, someone was, everyone was telling me on Twitter that Oladipo is going to be a Laker. I never believed that. I didn't, I didn't see this. I didn't even. I didn't. I saw see a this. lot of that. I saw the Lakers were the favorite to get him. I they were the only team because they were the only team that was going to be willing to give him the full mid-level exception. That was what I was uh, reading on Twitter. Only team was desperate enough. Only team desperate. That's what that sounds like. If we did that, that would have been Oladipo resigns. That would have been a solid move for y'all. That would have been a solid move for y'all. Nah, but we don't, we like. Not at that price, though. Yeah, we. we 11 million? We got Westbrook already. Yeah. Man, we got, look, Oladipo is cool. Don't get me wrong. I think when he plays, he's dope. But we got too y'all, many y'all liabilities. Y'all somebody that actually wants to play defense. Yeah, but your, we got too many liabilities. If he gets hurt, we back to. Yeah, so, exactly. you know what I'm saying. So it's just like, <laughs> I, if we have more pieces, I love to take that risk on him because I think you don't got you can play him 15 minutes a game. We will get what we need out of. We can't but afford risk. Yeah, we need 20, 25 minutes out of every play. We can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just want to kick it around real quick. We're gonna go through some of these kind of lesser signings like this to just see. I personally don't use a lesser signing, but I want to see if you guys have anything, any thoughts on it. Does this do anything for you? Move the needle at all? Do you expect anything from Oladipo next year? Quickly, Jeremy. I uh, like same thing. I think he gonna contribute to y'all as long as he stay healthy. Devion, accent again. Sorry, I was. Okay. Jay, do you think? Do you think Oladipo is a needle mover for the Heat next year with the full off season now where he's not rehabbing? Yep. Um, because if he actually plays, that was something that y'all was missing because. You saw a little flashes of him in the playoffs. Now, if he actually becomes Oladipo and starts playing the way he needs to play, y'all don't have a lot of those offensive struggles that y'all had. So I think 
that's a good little move. And look, one year, if it don't work out this time, hey, y'all try get him out of her. <laughs> so I think I think that's I think it's worth it. Joe, still relevant when he's healthy and he can play some games consistently. Until then, <laughs> I don't give a damn. He's he's not that dude no more. It is what it is. It'd be a nice. It'd be a nice story if it happens, but I don't see it happening. I think what this tells me is I think this means the Heat are all in on trading. And probably Hero, uh, Hero along with Lowry and Damn, Hero, that's, that's your boy though. You, they gonna trade Hero after this year? He yeah. needs to go. Yeah, I mean, because it's gonna cost too much. I mean, I I like yeah. Hero, but I I. I the whole thing with Oladipo was that he was he wanted to be able to play and wanted to start. Right, right. Where's the if starting y'all spot? Should, y'all, I should give Hero fucking Duncan contract. Shit. If we uh, <laughs> Hero gonna make way more than Duncan Robinson's eighteen. I'm saying though, I'm saying though, Hero should be. If, I, if y'all can fit those contracts, I'm no, sure y'all will. The, the reports uh, are that there me? is already an extension agreed upon in theory. It's just a matter of if really? he's gonna be traded. Hero will get yeah five years. The, no, the, the same, the same at max extension for the rookies of Heroes class. He's he the is, same, yeah. he the Brogdon, yeah. like all that. I don't think Duncan's bug. I didn't think Duncan just Struce just came along. That's just yeah. That's just what happened. See, y'all got too yeah. many. To me, like y'all got right. too many of the same like players that could fit in the same role that y'all got to get. Some of them out of there, so yeah. y'all players should be good. You know what I'm saying? No Basically, one cares Struz about the Miami Heat. Okay. <laughs> you know, they just they 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 they're better they, than your team. They just like the Miami. They, they just like the Lakers. They just like the Lakers. They yeah, lost. They, they lost. Who cares? Why are we talking about? Let's move on. The Bulls sign Andre Drummond. Does this do anything for you guys? No, I was pissed though. I mean, Andre Drummond, for real, bro. I was now. Nah, I wanted Drummond to come back to Philly, though. Like, I wanted. Yeah. We need that back. We need that back up. That back yeah. up center. Like, that's what I was. That's only I was upset. I, mean, I don't know why he left. Y'all. I would have stayed there too. Man. He got traded. He got traded. Think, Remember, yeah. I'm just, he was. I'm just saying, like, oh yeah, he did. I forgot. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He true. knew he wasn't gonna stay in Brooklyn either. Though. He said they're doing the season. He said he knew he wasn't gonna stay in Brooklyn. So I was like, shit, come back to Philly, but. Oh yeah, it doesn't do a ton for me, and I, I also, I don't know what Drummond's doing. I don't, I don't, I don't understand exactly what Drummond's end game is because if his end game was starting, that was a terrible place to go. Because he's not He's he's not better than Vucevic, so I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to go somewhere he can take the load off and he find his place in an organization that's kind of failing. Should have like, came to Philly then. Shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that would have been a right. Like if you're, if you're gonna go sign up, if you're gonna go sign up to be a backup, I would have. I, I just would. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't chose Chicago because I don't know what this does for the Bulls. Like, um, like ain't you trying to keep like Levine and all that other stuff? Like, what's this go? They did here? resign Levine. Levine Like, I don't think this go keep this dude. Like, I, I know I'm saying that, but I don't think he'll get it for like long term. Like, this might be like, all right, you gonna have it for like. Two years, then he might request to trade out because you they can't keep him this, in the offseason. You know what I'm saying? Off, you can't keep season, him yeah. like long term doing moves like this. Like this ain't gonna get you no championship. 
But it's their first year, I guess. First year, I give them a pass, but I'm gonna be turning them up the whole scene because I know they're gonna mess up. I'm just waiting. This the first time they got something right. I can't wait for them to mess up. Cause this was stupid. This was a stupid sign. I don't know nobody. I mean, it's a. I think it's a good signing for the Bulls. Like, if you're the Bulls and you can get a that quality of a backup big, I mean, that's good. It gives them a little versatility too. Because Drummond's a better defender. You know, like if 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 Vucevic doesn't have it going offensively, then at least you have something to pivot to where they didn't really have that last year. Uh, But let's move to the Bucks. This is the last one. Uh, They signed Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles uh, last year got hurt, was traded to the Spurs, never played a game for the Spurs, but uh, does this do anything for you, Joe? Yes, I like it. I think this is a piece they need because obviously Pat Covington's not working out. DiVincenzo didn't work out. They let him go. Grayson not consistent enough. He's a competitor, but he's just not consistent. Joe Ingles, I've seen him bring the ball up the court before. He maybe methodical and slow, but no, he can shoot the ball. No, he can get his own bucket when he needs to. I think it's a great piece for them with Chris Middleton and Giannis. And you obviously seen when Chris Middleton wasn't there, they had that second right, option. We're not, we're not going to just I ain't saying Joe Ingles is a second option. <laughs> I mean, but Drew Holiday not a second. I'm talking offensively. I mean, Drew Holiday showed up to play, but offensively, you need that dude to go get his own bucket. And I know you'd I have, have to more say faith Joe Ingles is Oh my God! Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Have you watched them Utah games? I, plenty of times when when Donovan Mitchell was pulling up some stupid ass shots and going six for twenty one, Joe Ingles was up there bringing the ball up the court, doing making mid range, taking threes, getting to the lane multiple times. I've seen it. Don't act like before he got hurt. How many points do you think Joe Ingles? Ingles now? I ain't saying. Shit like eight how many points do you think Joe averages? <laughs> I'm not acting like he's like, he like the he like the third, fourth option. Like he was good. Joe can give you about 15 Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, I need to, do, I to, do I need to tell you how many points draw the average a game last year? No, you don't. I know you no, don't. Know I I like Joe Ingles' game. I'm just saying when you start saying he can he can get a bucket better than Drew Holiday. I'm help. Man, Drew Holiday, that guy, boy. I don't know what you talking about for sure. I'm not going like, to disrespect my boy like that. That was a little disrespectful. That was a little disrespectful. Jeremy, Jeremy, I know you like this move. What do you think? Yeah, I like it. I, the moment it happened, I was like, damn, that's a good-ass move. Like, that's close to like – He's not bargaining, obviously, but as far as like just the fit, like I like it because he yeah, once Joe come once Joe come back, he gonna be out there. <laughs> hey, Joe be hooping, man. That's, that's gonna count. Joe, Joe be hooping, man. Like, and they you that's just another shooter. One thing I can say about just like Miami. One thing I can say about Milwaukee, they go get shooters. Like almost every offseason, they go get a fucking shooter. Man. And he's man. like Joe. Joe got chopper right like, with Joe hooping. <laughs> Joe be hooping, and he he'll talk shit, and he he'll talk shit to you. Like, yeah, he you know, I, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. that. That's a that's an underrated move because he hurt right now. But yeah, when he come back. Yeah, I ain't gonna cap. That's that's a good move for them. Right. Yeah, so. Devion. 
Yes, sir. I agree with Jerm because boy, that <laughs> is gonna be Chop City. Like, because it's really like a, uh, cause, yeah, like it, it's really like they when they got another shooter. Obviously, ain't gonna. It's gonna be like less aversion of like what a Brogdon or somebody is. But you don't need him scoring twenty points, bro. You just exactly. need when Giannis going that lane, and if it get hot, he go. <laughs> He might take you off the dribble, drop yeah. it off on somebody. Like, Joe, then, like that's yeah. a sleeper move. Like that's a in sleeper. A I promise you, it is. Like people gonna say it's weak, and then when the time comes, and the playoffs is really weak, I really see it when all that heat on um, Giannis, and they start trying to do that little collapse, and then they gonna start extending it out. Boy, Joe about to. Hey, y'all mm-hmm. gonna remember who Joe is now? I'm telling you, but that's, that's a great move, boy. I like, I like the move. No, I agree. I, I, Devion, you kind of you kind of hit on why I think it's a bigger move more than his shooting. I don't think Joe Ingles is like a fantastic. Shoot. He's a fine shooter. Like he's to me, yeah, Joe Ingles in terms of a shooter, he's like he's like a PJ Tucker, Covington. Like you know, like good, but like he's not a sniper. Like he's not he's not nah, like he a, a sniper. So he not, he's not a but, sniper. Yeah. But what he does do, I'm glad you brought up, Devion, is like he'll put the ball on the floor and play make for others. It's a very underrated part of doing those games. He's a a very good playmaker. And we'll see post-injury and, you know, as he's aging. But historically, he's been a good defender as well, uh, which a lot of people would not expect because he does not look quick at all. But he always seems to know how to get himself in the right position. So. That's a fact. Yeah, so I think think he fits. He's white is what we're Everything. Well, no, he, he is just legitimately, like, not quick. Like, yes. Hey. He is, like, every stereotype you think of a white player, he, he fits it, but he Beauty. actually is a – he was always good at being a defensive player. And a lot of times really? they would throw throw him at their best perimeter defender until they got Royce O'Neal, who they shipped to Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, I like the move. Another one that I didn't really want to see happen, but it is what it is. So I will kind of last basketball thing. We'll kick around. I want to know your guys' favorite moves so far. Which one do you think is the the biggest needle mover amongst all the moves that have been made so far? Joe, I'll let you start. Ah, man, the biggest needle mover? To be honest, with all the KD and Kyrie talk, everything else ain't really been that. I don't think there's been nothing that's going to say, ooh, we made this move. It's going to make us one step closer to the chip. I haven't seen so if I really got to pick one, though, if you had to you gotta take the dirt one with the Hawks. If I got to pick one, I'm going to Durante Murray with the Hawks because, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy when you really think we got, got Trey Young and doing what he does and then you just give him another 6'8 guard who can freaking take some of that pressure away. It's the smartest move. It's the best move so far, but nothing really jumps out and says, ooh, that's a championship move. Not yet, at least. Jeremy, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to actually bring in two moves that we didn't talk about. One, I think DiVincenzo to go State. I think that was a oh, That was a decent move. A, yeah, I no, think that's that's that was a good move. That was a decent move. But outside of that, I ain't going to cap. I ain't going to cap. Um, John Wall going to the Clippers might be what they need, bro. Like, John Wall can get somewhat – that because they need a that like they, they that roster that they got, like I feel with PG and all right, all right, all right, all right, 
we're taking a pause. We're not going to talk about this. the flippers. No, we the are going to talk about this because I have seen too many fucking people hyping this garbage ass fucking franchise. I don't know. I ain't hyping the franchise. I just think. What the fuck do you think the Clippers are going to do next year? Hey, I'm they, asking they... you, Jeremy. Jeremy, what's your ceiling <laughs> for the Clippers? Oh, I want to know your ceiling for the me, goddamn Clippers. Me, realistic. Best case scenario. Oh, where's the Capital Finals for sure? At least. Oh, At least they can get to Western Conference. If they got to Western Conference Finals, they might Clark, make it to the second round. They might <laughs> make it to the second round. If they get to the second round, they're getting their ass bounced in like five games. That fucking trash ass, it doesn't matter. Which, take By your pick. Way. Phoenix. Dallas. Outside, Dallas, outside of, outside uh, of uh, Golden State. Golden State. Uh, maybe Memphis. Memphis. Fucking Pelicans. I would take over the goddamn Pelicans or uh, Flippers. Like, they are they are so overrated. I've had so many people hyping this fucking team up to me. I cannot take it. They fuck, like like they're good. Like they're good. They'll make the playoffs for sure. They're good at fucking up. They're not gonna do anything. I mean, we said the same thing about Utah all these fucking years. They make the, they fucking suck too. I know Gobert's gonna get your ass bounced in the fucking playoffs. I'm not fucking picking them. That's why they got him up out of there too. <laughs> He's why he going to. Oh that, that's a great John Wall. You got like, pandemic but, P. You got Kawhi who might play. Might, Even if he not. does play, what have the Clippers accomplished since putting those two together? Can someone that's please true. tell that's me true. what that's makes true. them so special? Everyone hypes them up every single year. They barely beat just... Dallas. I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying media, everything in general. Everyone was a Clippers. You're right Clippers. Oh my God, they're good. The first year they got together, oh, the Clippers are definitely better than the Lakers. Who Chris won the championship? The, the Lakers won the fucking championship. Then the next year, what happened? Oh, Kawhi got hurt. Oh, my God. No shit. Kawhi gets hurt every fucking year. Last year, what happened? Kawhi doesn't play. Paul George gets COVID for the fucking second uh, playing game. Something is going to go wrong when you have those two people together. Because you know what? Their whole career, they have found a way to fucking lose. That's what they've fucking done. I will say though, I think they would have made yeah. the finals. That might be a little if, strong uh, for Kawhi, but I think they would have made. The, I think they would have made the finals have um, if Kawhi wasn't not like the year before when they played Phoenix in the uh, Western Conference Finals. I think they would have beat Phoenix. They didn't play in the Western played. Conference Finals. Yes, yes, they did. Was the Western Conference Finals? They played. Hold on. Yeah, when Phoenix went to the finals last year, that was the last team they played. The no, the I thought finals. I thought they played Denver in the Western Conference. No, they finals. played Denver. They played Denver because the, the Clippers, the Clippers blew that game seven against twenty. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. It was up twenty in the first half Phoenix, and blew the game Phoenix, seven. Phoenix played. Phoenix yeah. played Lakers first. They played Lakers first round. They beat them. AD was hurt. Second round they played Denver. I think. I think no, Denver was hurt. The Third round. They, they, no, I'm telling you, they played. No, no, no. That was the first time the Clippers made the Western Conference Maybe Finals because right. Kawhi was hurt and PG was going to keep hooping, but Kawhi had Kawhi. You're right. That's when... They did. They did make the Western. Yeah, Con- okay, that's better right. than I thought. That's they did. They still, uh, were, they still were making out that fucking series. Nope. No I mean, way. I'm surprised they made it that far with. I mean, that's true. They, that's, that's true. Um, but like, crap. that's true. But I think like I ain't gonna say I, I ain't seen they would have won the finals. But I think that year I think they would have beat me personally. I think Phoenix got lucky because Phoenix came up against a hurt ass uh Laker team. I agree. Up against a hurt ass Denver team. So they they on some Golden State shit. They every team they played was hurt. No, nobody wouldn't talk about that. But this yeah. boy said on some Golden State shit. <laughs> Still salty. All right. I took that way away from the original question. But Devion, what was your favorite move so far? Yeah. 
Look, good for John Wall's career. Flippers gonna be the flippers. Uh, I like the Brogdon thing. Unfortunately, it's with um with Boston, but Brogdon with that team is yeah, a difference maker, bro. That like that is like what we watched this year with Boston and what they lacked in, and like if Jason Tatum got to do all this stuff, they put all that pressure on him. They you know claps on the defense. He gets tired. You got Brogdon. And Brogdon is going to come off the bench. He going to be six man, and he going to lead the pack. That's a great pickup for them. I think that's the best. Like, Murray is a great, like, a great pickup for the Hawks, but Hawks ain't no championship team with them. They just came from the finals, and they got a good chance of trying to go back with a player like him. I think that's the best pickup so far. Like, Championship wise, like, I think that's the best pick. Don't even think it's close. I I agree. That's a fantastic pickup. I think the biggest, I still think the biggest needle mover though is I'm with Joe. It's Murray to the Hawks because that that puts them in a very different conversation. You know, like the Celtics just came from the championship. Like, yeah, Brogdon's a good piece, but I really don't like. I don't think I feel any differently about the. Like, I think they got better, but I don't know that I really think any differently. Like. I'll put them as one of the favorites to come out the East. Yeah. It doesn't like to me. It's not like when KD went to the Warriors and like, oh, we know who's gonna fucking win. Like it's not that kind of move. No. It's um, not. So that I'm gonna agree with like, Joe on this one. Like, like I think. Yeah. You know, until KD comes out of South Beach, then it'll be that kind of move. No, KD already handed over. But no, I think. It's Murray. It's Murray. Murray. Murray's gonna make that team. Very different, I think. I think it's going to make them versatile, and I think they'll they'll be an issue in the East. Yeah, I'll cry if that happened. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm gonna keep saying it until until he goes somewhere. And Katie, Kyrie, we're not, we're not gonna keep. Like, we're not gonna. We're not gonna keep doing this. You know how we end this Lakers, show. Let him go to love Miami. or violence. Yeah. We're not. Yes, let him go to Miami. Love or violence, Joe. You feeling you feeling loving or you feeling violent today? I'm violent, bring bro. Bring and I'm mad heart. as hell, bro. Yeah. And it's exactly what Devion De- brought it up again. We talked about it earlier, bro. Bro, fuck this point, man. Oh, I was worried about this last week, bro. I don't understand, yo. You telling me you were to have all- Daniel Theus? Oh. Tice. Then Russell no, West, Thice. He don't deserve to get his name cor- <laughs> said correctly. All right. I don't know that boy name at all. <laughs> you want? You rather have him <laughs> than Russell Westbrook and Taylor Horton Tucker and the 2025 first round pick? And then y'all gonna take all these bum ass names and send Michael Brogdon to another team in the East, the Celtics, who just made the finals. It's They're the tanking, bro. bro. And then not only that, they got rid of Sabonis, which was okay. You get rid of Sabonis, but they, I mean, they did get Halliburton, which that may end up working out. But it's just come on, bro. You have Brogdon and Halliburton, like that's a nice backcourt right there. And then, okay, gonna get rid of Brogdon. You could have Russell Westbrook and Halliburton and THT, like that's cool. I that's better than now. What you got. You have Halliburton. That's it. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, come on, man. 
Like it, Russell Westbrook is not that he cannot be that garbage that don't nobody want to touch him. I just don't understand Jeez. it. But then you're gonna sit here and try to tell me that the Brooklyn Nets will take Russell Westbrook for Kyrie. That shit don't make no sense to me. Like somebody gotta be stupid. Is it the different, is it the net? Different. Or is it the uh, it's not different. Different Maybe. goals for next year, Joe. They're in the same spot. That's the Pacers. The, the, the Nets don't, don't win. No, the, the Nets don't got the first round picks. The Nets don't have their own first round picks. So there's they got to yeah. try and win. Yeah. The Pacers don't. I guess. Jeremy, guess. choosing love or violence. I'm gonna go ahead and choose love today. Because um, you know. I just uh, I, I, I for the most part you know, throughout the league, I love most of the moves. Um, specifically to Philly, like I love for the most part Philly making. I, going into the offseason, I was just saying they need to. Oh my boy, PJ. Retool that motherfucking off or retool the roster because that roster even before Harden got there, I, I didn't think that roster was it. But they retooling the office. They making moves, so I'm 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 loving it so far. We got a few more moves to make, I think, but. I'm loving it. On top of the other moves throughout the league, I think I think most teams are doing pretty steady for themselves, except for the Pacers, obviously. But you know, Devion, right, I'm choosing violence, but y'all gotta follow me on this before the Knicks and the Brogdon. I mean, um, and Brunson. I oh, love. I we didn't even talk about that one. I forgot love. about that one. I love Brunson. Is going to try to showcase his talent, but the Knicks are going to fuck it up, and they're going to <laughs> they're going to find a way to fuck all this up. And like our boy Zane said, and I didn't notice that until he said that they got two players that play the exact same way: one big and one small. Julius Randle and Brunson. That is the funniest shit ever. But they gonna find a way to mess that up. I just, I'm never. There's I mean, nothing. it doesn't take much finding. What do you think? I mean, Brunson's nice. Mm-hmm. He ain't a move, needle mover no, like that. I'm yeah. saying it's great for him to showcase it, but it's going to be. I, I can't wait for it to happen to show how good he is. And then when the Knicks find a way to fuck it all up again, because I like when the Knicks lose. I really do. I think this is like the worst organization in basketball for the last 10 years. Not even close. I think that was just the dumbest shit in the world. You just go get some players who go win or something. At least, at least sniff the playoffs. Y'all just out here throwing money away just to let other uh, players showcase. You know what I'm saying? Showcase their talent so they can go somewhere else and y'all can stay at the bottom. Like I just hate everything they do. I'm just being a hater right now when it comes to the Knicks. It ain't they got nothing to do with the players. I just hate everything they've done in the off season. Like. Yeah, you fucked up draft day. You shipped all that stuff out, and then you picked up Brunson. And that ain't going to be the move that's going to get you <laughs> nowhere in the playoff. He's a great player, <laughs> but what is that going to do for you, bro? You out there playing one-on-one. You got one-on-one basketball player. This is Yo. like the best of the rec league NBA edition. That's all this Daddy, is. You know what make it worse? You know what make it worse? Michael Brogdon. 104 million. Julius Randle, 100 million. Evan Fournier, 70 million. Uh, who the center name? Mitchell Robinson, 80 million. Million, 60 million. 
That's over Bro. 400. That's actually a good contract. I like that contract for Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, but I, come I, on, right, that's, almost, that's what I'm saying. That's over this 400 is, million to get this, not even make the playoffs. For what? players, go to the Knicks and go eat. The Knicks, <laughs> like, go to hey. get their money, but y'all ain't hey. winning. Y'all ain't going to make yeah, sense. Y'all ain't going to sniff the playoffs. You're not even going to sniff it. Like, they, I guarantee, I could, look, I'll make a bold prediction right now. They go win about 30, 35 games, 37 if they got a great season. Oh, my God. I was to bet my left arm on this, bro. I was to bet my left yep. arm on it. Jalen Brunson's dad is the assistant coach. His agent is the son of Leon Rose, who's the president of basketball operations. This college basketball, like, what the fuck is Stupid. All right, I'm gonna sense. wrap this up with with some more violence. I'm choosing violence on fucking Minnesota. I had such a good time watching Anthony Edwards, and now I'm not gonna be able to enjoy Anthony Edwards do anything fantastic because y'all want to treat it like Joe said, the fucking '80s. Y'all gonna run some Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy <laughs> Gobert out there together? Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Why are you? <laughs> you know, like we talked about last year, we all liked watching John Moran play. Memphis built a team in a smart way. We got to see Memphis a lot more this year. We got to see them in the playoffs. I enjoyed watching Minnesota in the playoffs. I wanted to see them do the same fucking thing, but no, they want to go get some goddamn Rudy Gobert. And oh my god, oh, it, it makes my head hurt. I love watching Anthony Edwards play basketball. I feel like I'm not going to get to do it very much next year. Especially not in meaningful games. So were the executives for the T Wolves were they clapping once they got the deal finalized? They was hyped, weren't they? They was probably ecstatic. Like we just Well, join the club, bro. That's why I'm talking about with Brunson. I like seeing him move. It's over, bro. Join the club. At least Minnesota go win games. (laughs) No, but at least like at least the Brunson situation, like he's going and getting paid. Like it's like at least a positive thing for fucking Brunson. Rudy. Gobert already got fucking paid. He's just now going to go infect another team that I actually like to watch play. I didn't give a damn about watching no fucking Utah Jazz play. Donovan Mitchell, you're cool. Dwayne Wade, hope you make a lot of money on that that purchase. But I really didn't care about watching them play. I liked watching Minnesota play. Now I'm not going to like watching them fucking play because I got my like least favorite fucking player in the game going. Rudy! Rudy, you got Rudy and Cat to cry. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest, the biggest people on the court cry, baby. <laughs> I don't think there's any better way to end the show right there. Oh, Three to possible, we're out, oh. and fuck the Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves.